Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedy coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California. It's 9.15, just in time for today's devotional on the Living Fearless devotional. Almost forgot to say the name. <laughs> How are you? I am good. How was your daughter-mother date? It was very nice. Good. Yes, went and got school supplies, too. Oh, shoot. Yeah. School starts in... Two days. Two days. Tuesday. For us, a lot of other schools, schools already started, but uh, we start a little bit later here in the Placentia Yorba Linda Unified School District. All right, we're reading from Charles Spurgeon, oh, man, uh, uh, called Morning by Morning, and it's August 28th, and the uh, reference today is Exodus 25, 6. A portion of it says, olive oil for the light. And Charles says in this devotional, my soul, you greatly need this oil because your lamp will not burn long without it. The wick will smoke offensively when its flame goes out, but it will not relight once the oil is gone. There is no oil well, there is no oil well springing up from within your human nature. Therefore, you must go to him who can supply you with oil or you will be like the foolish virgins who cried out, our lamps are going out. Even the consecrated oil lamps of the temple in Jerusalem could not give light without oil. Though they shone in that holy building, they needed a, con a constant supply of oil. And though no strong winds blew on them, their wicks needed to be trimmed. Your need is equally as great. For even under the happiest of circumstances, you cannot give light for another hour unless the fresh oil of grace is given to you. Yet not just any oil could be used in the Lord's service in the temple. Not the petroleum that flows so plentiful from the earth, oil from fish, nor the oil extracted from various nuts. Only olive oil was selected, and it had to be the very best Likewise, no counterfeit grace arising from natural goodness, nor imaginary grace from God's priest or his spiritual ceremonies will ever serve the true saint of God. He knows the Lord would not be pleased even with rivers of such oil. Instead, he must go to the olive press of Gethsemane, Gethsemane Semini, and draw his supply from him who was crushed in it. The oil of true gospel Grace is pure and free from dregs and other impurities. Thus, the light it fuels is clear and bright. Our churches are the Savior's golden candelabra, and if they are to be bright lights in this dark world, they need a great supply of holy oil. May we pray for ourselves and our ministers and churches that they will never that they will never lack oil for their light. The beams of this this sacred light and truth. Holiness, joy, knowledge, and love, but we cannot shine them forth unless through private devotion we receive the oil from God, the Holy Spirit. Wow, that's such an interesting devotional. This is the second time I've read it, and the only thing I can think, and I'm not sure if I'm correct in thinking this, is that, and you probably have something spectacular, but I'm just thinking, yeah. is is what Charles is trying to say is that we need to constantly be in the word of God, um, being around godly people so that God's, you know, word can be on us. So his, his light can be on us. Is that 
what makes up the oil is all of that. Right. So this is coming from the parable of the virgins, mm -hmm. of the brides, the virgin brides, where um, the Lord gave the parable saying that they were to prepare for the bridegroom's coming, but they didn't know when he was going to come. So mm -hmm. they had to not only prepare themselves, but have oil in their lamps. So meaning that they had the light of God, that they were walking with him, they were listening to him. And the, uh, the other virgins, the foolish ones, didn't bring enough oil. Mm -hmm. So when the, when the bridegroom came, they were excluded because they said, hurry, give us some of your oil. And they said, no, we're not giving you any of our oil because ours is going to run out. So when he came and their lamps were out, they didn't get to attend the marriage ceremony and mm -hmm. uh, the groom shut them out of the room. So uh -huh. he's similarly saying to us that if you don't stay close to me, if you don't give off my light, then you may miss me. You know, maybe in reference to the rapture or whatever, maybe just even in this life that if you don't get your oil from him. And it's interesting that he says, I, I didn't know this, that uh, the Mount of Olives is in Gethsemane, but the analogy of being pressed, because sometimes they refer to it as a wine press, but the olive press is a similar concept where it has to be crushed and pressed in order for oil to come out. Mm -hmm. So it's very similar to the Christian life, where if you're truly following Christ, you will be pressed and shine forth his light. And uh, Pastor Jack gave this really beautiful um, word for this, which was coming from the Greek word of um, deportment, where he was saying, uh, I'm going to, the, the exact word in Greek, we have to walk in the newness of life and walk, to walk it out meant in Greek, the peripatio. And that means to walk with leading a life in honorable deportment, meaning it's a life by just your presence alone, we carry ourselves with a conscious awareness of truth and integrity and honesty, and that your life displays that those things matter. And so that when people see us as Christians, it's not so much the words we use, but that our life represents him and represents mm -hmm. his light. And we shine forth that light wherever we go. But that depends on righteousness and holiness and, and the, the ardent, passionate pursuit of the Lord. Right. It also goes to, along with something else that he said recently, and you may have said it today also, in one of the earlier messages that I was listening to is that, is that we also always need to be prepared, not knowing if we're going to get in a car accident on the way to church and, oh, sure. and be taken up that, that, uh, you know, the comedian was talking about that her father waited until the very end before he accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and savior, essentially is what she was yes. saying. Um, that's risky. Um, but based on what you were saying there, I, I, I got this additional thing. I'm not saying that that's the, the whole story, but the, in addition to that, you also need to be prepared because you never know when yes. God's going to call you. Absolutely. And uh, it's already been determined when that is. We just don't right. know when it is. Exactly. <laughs> but we have to act every day as if it's going to be within the next uh, couple seconds. And that's why he gives the analogy of bride, hmm. because it's we should be living our lives in preparation of his arrival hmm. as the bridegroom so like that anticipation that feeling of oh my god i want to be beautiful i want to be ready and what is the beauty the, the 
analogy to the beauty mm -hmm. is the righteousness. Right. Like I want him to find me honorable when he sees me, when he comes to get me, that I have lived a life of honor and integrity. I have right. walked out my salvation with fear and trembling. Right. Let's say hi to Iris. Hello, hi, Iris. Iris. Nice to see you. And Lisa Wood. Hi, Lisa. From Woodland Hills. From Woodland yeah, Hills. Yeah, we tell people, let us know where you're watching from, and uh, especially if you're new, we want to see you. It's so funny, as there's a couple new people that uh, have uh, seen us at church. That uh, yes. they, you know, I saw a guy at, during the men's uh, buds day, buds event. I don't know what to call it. Um, it said, hey, I watch all your stuff. Like, wow, I've never even seen you at the church. Wow. Yeah, but uh, but I have more about that kind of stuff. But uh, it's fun when you guys show up. So when you do show up, and if it is one of your first times or you've not commented before, please do so uh, to let us know, um, you know, that you're watching and where you're watching from. Lisa says, Pursuit is so important to me. Reflecting on the glory of the gospel in my life is something I try to do more and more every day. That's awesome. Yeah. So true. I sure appreciate your explanation because it, it now makes a lot more sense. Um, of all the aspects of what this devotional means again connecting it to the to the to the wedding day is something i completely missed <laughs> even though they said the brides or the bridesmaids you know uh, i didn't i didn't even put those two things together but um i but today we uh we went to church service went to third service uh because they had buds uh at th at four so I was able to stay there. So I went to the late, the late service so I could stay just an extra hour. And then, and then that service was starting. And then after that, went to an event here in Yorba Linda for um, uh, candidates for two for school board, one for the city council. But each one of those things, and now I, I, I didn't talk to as many people during the service, prior to service. You know, there's, we always had that period of time that were there, maybe oh, about yeah. 45 minutes where people walked up and that kind of stuff. And even then somebody walked up and said, hey, I watch your stuff. And you go, those people watch our stuff. I go, oh. I've never seen those people before. Um, but then the men's uh, period of time, it was great because there were so many men that either I we've sat near, you know, that were there. Uh, even a, a couple of men that it was their very first time. They, they, the, the guy like two seats down um, said that somebody had, had shared with him Oh, no, he came downstairs in his house and his wife was watching Pastor Jack Hibbs' message this morning. Oh. And he had never heard of Jack Hibbs before. Oh, really? And, uh, and then he heard the announcement for buds. It's just for men. And he thought, well, I want to go see what that church is doing. And it, he goes, I expected to see 5, 10, 15 people there. And he, he goes, there's like, oh, over a couple thousand people. And he had, and Jack, and so he stood up and told Jack, Jack goes, this is your first time? At, this is your first time? Yeah. Coming to Bud's is your first time. He goes, yeah. He said, my wife had the thing on and told the whole story and that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, during that period of time of waiting, and then I had the men from my Bible study come in, it was a great time to, to share a little bit of what brought us there and how we knew each other. And then uh, all 2000 people, he did that. No, no, no. Just uh, me with, with, oh, the with men. your friends. Like, oh, just, okay. I mean, people were coming up and saying, hi, how are you? It was, a, it was, um, Warm. It was, it's, it's, it was even warmer than the first time we did it. And this was just men, oh, nice. which I, I thought was pretty amazing. Usually men are pretty cool. Like, oh, how are you doing? Good. <laughs> how are you? What are you doing here? Oh, my wife made me come here or something, you know, something like yeah. that. No, this was like, everybody was like so happy to be there. Aww. And so everybody was full of oil. 
Nice. I felt I feel like the guy that does the Friday night thing at Mariama's oil is all full of oil. What does he say about music? <laughs> the oil, the music is full of oil. <laughs> um, and then strangely enough, not a church thing. I know this is going on a very long time, but it was exciting because then I go to this uh, essentially this political thing. And um, and I don't want to make it sound like everybody was getting schnockered, but, you know, they have alcohol there, wine and beer and that kind of stuff. And um, it, it was like I, I first walked in. The first thing somebody does is go like, yeah, here, he goes, I just opened this. And I go, oh, that's OK. I don't need it. And he goes, what are you not drinking? <laughs> I go, no, I haven't, I haven't drank for uh, several months. Um, and he goes, why? <laughs> it was somebody who knows you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, uh, I go, Oh, I go, I go just because it's, 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 it's awesome because my wife and I, we've gone on vacation now without alcohol. Uh, it's great for the kids. It's great going out to dinner. Um, I went to a duck skin with my kids and, you know, we don't have to worry about standing in line to get beer and it's cheaper. And we wake up in the morning and don't have to like delay because we got a bad headache or because we don't feel good. I uh, said so it's just been a really great thing, and I think our, our relationship with God is uh, is is has been great. It's been a good part of it. We have you know uh, church at, at our house and, and planning on having another one. And so, it, but you see, what I'm the point I'm getting to is just that in a different environment that's not church creates conversation. Exactly. It, but it kept it, you know it happened like three or four times. But uh, that's the department. Yes. Yes. That's yes. what that's what God is referring to is that people say, what are you doing? Why are you different? Why are you different? What's yeah. different? People you know? kept saying that they kept walking up. That's, and that was the last point I was going to make is they walk up and they go, why do you look so different? Like four people. Oh, from at the political. Yes. Oh, people okay. that I see all that, they go, you look so different. You look so happy. Way? You look so good. <laughs> and I, I'm just holding conversations and I'm, people are coming up and say, Hey, I watch all your stuff. And again, people that I didn't even know. Oh. And it was just a whole new vibe and connection and and a lot of Clarity. leah was there leah you know the one who called me a, the, the douchebag um she like oh she gives me a big hug and she goes I'm, I'm so glad you're here and i'm talking to sean and i'm talking she's talking to the candidates talking oh. to todd and it was like this is awesome this is awesome we were talking about what needs to happen for the kids it was really That's it was great. really something else but it, it's this oil that i want to go back to i'm trying to i'm trying to make sure that it sticks with the devotional but now that we're hearing what you had to say and then talking about, uh, you know, just what you talked about. What's it called again? You just said it. The department. Word. Department um, is so beautiful to think that how this all kind of works, that you're 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 in God's word. You are refilling the oil with devotional and biblical reading and going to special events like buds. And then you can go to something un unrelated to church and then it, it just kind of it just kind of moves in there god's god moves in with you as you walk into the backyard of somebody's house or into somebody's home or what have you if you walking the walk he walks in with you <laughs> yeah. i mean clarify that you've done a lot to have him walk in with you mm -hmm. and that's what pastor jack and that's what this that's what romans is imploring us to do Walk a walk that is worthy of the gospel mm -hmm. of your salvation, and you're walking it out. That's why you feel God walking in the room. But so many other people, it's just like there's no oil, there's no light. Yeah, the oil creates the light, the light that shines on your face that people recognize me. Like, what's going on? Why is that different? And it gives you an opportunity to talk. I was able to talk about Jack Hibbs and where I was. They said, How come you're late? Where were you? And I was, Well, I was it. Buds and they go, oh, that's it's good that you did that first, and then that you came. Thanks, you, you're the one 
mentioned that don't you want to do that first <laughs> yes um but uh it does create conversation and it does create a a way of of talking about how a walk with god is different and better than not and it, it creates all kinds of conversation and then we start talking about why why is it that we need more god in our schools and and how do we approach that without um you know, causing, causing pushback, like you uh, easing oh, into it, it or put, yeah, but, you know, pushback. but yeah, but we talked about all kinds of stuff like that. So I, I hope that all kind of made sense. It's that, it, that oil kind of drips off of you <laughs> because it's overflowing before they, like, is there any oil in there? I see <laughs> I some oil in your, I see some oil in your hair, but I don't see any oil inside. So because have you seen, uh, do you remember what the old fashioned lights look like that have yeah. oil? Yep. So right they've got a wick at the bottom mm -hmm. and you pour the oil and then you turn that knob yeah yep. and the flame gets brighter yeah that's that if we can imagine that that's what we look like so when the lamp is filled with oil you you could turn that knob and it's glowing mm -hmm. it's just it could light up a room but if you don't have any oil in there there's this little like flicker like the little led thing that we have for candles you know <laughs> little fake yeah. the fake candle you know where it's like ding ding just a little flicker at the bottom of the <laughs> Of the barrel that nobody could nobody could see from even three feet away. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing I gotta say, I, just this is a little side note. The city council guy running for city council, I've, I've never met him before. Right. I've never seen him before. But he, he he says, "Hey, I watch all your shows. I, I really appreciate what you do." Really? And he also oh, is on nice. the he's not he's not on the school board. I forgot exactly what he called it, but for the uh, Cal State Florida. Wow. And he has fights with the liberals over there all the time. Whoa. And he is saying what you guys are doing. And you see, it's called border regions. What is it called? Oh, uh, maybe it, maybe it's something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, he was like, so he said, what you guys are doing is shaking up everything. Talking about you know what Leandra is doing and Sean and you know oh, nice. the show that I do and some of the other people are doing stuff. He says your stuff is being noticed by the people over oh, at the university, so awesome. and it's causing them to change what it is they talk about. Because before it used to be all, you know, how can we get more LGBTQ? How can we get more DEI and CRT and that kind of stuff? He goes, now they, well, they're talking about education. <laughs> Isn't that great? What a novel concept. I know, but it's so great yeah, to think no, that that, awesome. that can uh, impact beyond what it is that we even think it is. So it's really, really cool. So I just wanted to throw that in there. So I just, it's a message for you guys. Uh, one of the things that Jack said, uh, actually somebody that stood up in the 2000 men that were there, he said, you know, what is it that we need to do? And I was going to stand up and say, you need to get active. You need to be stopping. But Jack said something very similar. And this is what happens when, when Christians begin to wake up and begin to walk like Christians, boldly like Christians, not hide uh, and, and hope that God's going to, you know, take care of it all. He, he, that's not what he asked. He goes, I didn't, nowhere in the Bible that says Christians lay down, I'll take care of everything. No, it's Christians wake yeah. up, stand up, speak out be bold speak to people about my word tell them about the truth of the holy bible that's what he's he, that he told us to do yeah. not sit down and be quiet sorry i'm very talkative today i've been doing nothing but talking okay uh let's see what lisa has to say 
by the way, the third devotional, she's going back to the beginning. Oh. You remember I told you, yes, you guys did watch three. She watched it three times. And in awe of how much you're getting from it, I will probably watch it again. <laughs> oh, That wow. is extremely the flattering. The third devotional we did when, together. When she, yeah, when she told me she was going back to the beginning, I was like, oh, no, is it cringy? Is, are they cringy? Yeah. She's like, no, they're really good. <laughs> and then when Hetty told me, I said, did she go back to, to when I was doing it with ducks? No. Ducks, ducks were my co host First, you and I. <laughs> oh. I know you wanted to go all the way back to you and the ducks. No, I want to hear what she's had to say, to say about the ducks and the geese. Oh, no. You know why? Probably she wouldn't have seen those because she's going back maybe on Resurrect Ministry. Oh, oh. <laughs> so. What did we talk about on the third one? It was so... I have no idea. We got to go back because she comments. So maybe I could find it in the comments. Oh, that'd be awesome. So what else are you getting? What, what else is coming to you as we're, we're speaking about this? Uh, just all the amazing things that uh, pastor jack went over today it was it's called happily ever after and so it says when we die to the flesh and we live in the spirit um god gives us all these things and and these are all promises in the bible that he makes he gives us a new being a new creature he gives us a new spirit he gives us um a new mind uh let me see what else and it's just you when you think about it because he says and you know this is happening to you because the things you're able to do, the kindness, the compassion, the generosity, the service, you were not able to do in your own flesh. And even as you're doing it, you're thinking to yourself, wow, this is God, because I cannot do this. <laughs> I would not have chosen to do this. And so he says, I will put a new song in your mouth. He has put a new song in my mouth, praise to our God. Many will see it in fear, and I will trust in the Lord. He makes us a new creation, Corinthians 5.17, and he gives us a new name. I love that. I can't wait to hear what my name is. <laughs> yes. And he gives us a new self and yeah. that you will put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. These are all the things that we get when we confess our faith in Jesus Christ, die to self and rise again in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And never do we see death again. You don't think your name is going to be Deborah? I don't know. Maybe. That'd be, I don't know. I, it would be more like your name would go from Deborah to Hedia. <laughs> I can't imagine it go from Hedia to Deborah. Deborah. Oh. That's the, that's the Hebrew. Oh. I'm thinking that's, uh, that it would have been Deborah because that's the Hebrew. Oh, Deborah. 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 Like churro. Well, you know, what was also awesome that he told us today, which was my favorite part is he says, we eat in heaven. Oh, yes. You got very excited. I got very excited. <laughs> I heard you audibly go. Yes. Oh, yes. It wasn't just me. It was like a, a half of the women in that room. They were so excited because we, we know the bodies don't get corrupted. We have this new body. And so it's just like we're just going to eat ribs and just be so happy because we're not going to get fat. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Lisa asks, how do I find the ducks? <laughs> you, I think you'd have to go on my personal page. Did yes. I, I, had, uh, I don't think I had a devotional page. No, you did not. Did it I? was all in your Andy Falco show stuff. Are you sure? Uh-huh. I thought I started a different page. But oh, yeah. really? I, I think that I did, but I, I could be mistaken. Um, but uh, maybe if I find one, I will um, get you started with one of the one of the geese or the ducks that used to I used to do my devotional for. <laughs> they used to join in every so often. And then Lisa says, 
so blessed to watch Pastor Jack, especially if I get to see him live and in person. I cannot wait for the Futures Conference. Ah, you got tickets? Because oh, yeah. it's sold out in a couple hours. Yeah, we missed out. We missed out on that. Darn it. Um, today in Buds, where is it? I had it up. Um, he talked about uh, the discussion was with provision, not provision, provision no. for men. Men need to have provision. Forward looking. Wait, wait, vision. what is pro? Oh, okay. Forward, it's it's to be ready. A forward vision. Oh, what okay. is going to happen? If if we're going to be doing this, what are the consequences and what is it that we need to be prepared for? Actively looking ahead, uh, being the priest of our homes, um, doing the thing that is uncomfortable but is right. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> That is a good one. <laughs> these are just some of the notes. I didn't take uh, notes of the entire thing, but these are some of the main things about it? pro. No, Hedy, I did not record it. I did not record it. Um, but having pro, it was such a great discussion. Now, of course, when he goes to the crowd and they, uh, you know, for Q&A, they get off topic. Um, and then it causes him to get off topic. And he goes, why am I talking about this? I want to talk about pro vision. Uh, and he tried to bring it back. But uh, one guy was talking about, um, uh, you know, how do we we're gonna, do we need to be prepared for what's about to happen? I mean, because it took a really dark turn. About, oh, he goes, did he Listen. say? Oh, no, he food? says things. He goes, things things are just not going to get better. He's at this point. He's thinking. But is he a prepper? Is he yeah. Like stored food he talked about he talked about getting prepared and prepper and that kind of stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Wow, he he said that, that he only has like a month, though. OK. Yeah. He's like, yeah. You got to, I wish you could have been there. You, you would have really enjoyed this talk when it talked, when he was talking about, you know, you got to get prepared. You got to make sure you have your meals and you have a bag in your car Go bag. with a flashlight and everything that you need to have available for when things start. And then, and then we may not have cars. We may not have gas and we may not have anything. So we can't, they don't want us to drive around. Right. And so, you know, that's one of the things we have to consider. And what you were talking about when we go to electric, he didn't bring this up, but what you're, but I'm just saying that when he, when California goes all electric, then now they have control of all of our vehicles. Right. They just shut us down and we don't have, a, there's not enough electricity now. Ugh. And, and all the other thing he says, Hey, have you noticed that since uh, this is an election year, you know, this election year, we didn't have one single brownout. Nothing's changed. Our infrastructure for uh, electricity and how it's delivered and how we get electricity has not changed. But we went through a series I, of brownouts for like three years. And I think the whole brownout thing is similar to the COVID lockdown, getting us used to being controlled. Mm -hmm. It's very, very difficult for Americans to acclimate to being controlled. And so it's the same thing with gun laws. Let's stop these AR-15s, the assault rifles. Let's limit the ammunition. Let's make this more difficult, slowly chipping away at the freedom so people get used mm -hmm. to being captive. Yeah. Throw some money at him. Yep. You know, so people are like, oh, this ain't so bad. I stay home, eat Doritos. I don't know. I commute now. You know, I have to, I kind of have a job. I can work part time now because I don't have to pay for the gas. Like all of these rationales that uh, the enemy convinces us of mm -hmm. that it's okay to be controlled when we are not to be controlled by anything other than the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's the, we cannot serve two masters. Right. Right. But we have to be ready. Actively look forward, look ahead, and then be the priest of your home.
was he was calling men uh, men to be. Nice. Let's get to the scripture, which uh, the first one is Exodus 25, 6. Olive oil for the light. This is the commandments that God was giving um, to the Israelites about uh, doing a sin offering. And they had, oh, they had so many requirements. There was a lot of stuff. So this is just one little piece of it. Olive oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense. And so I think uh, Spurgeon just brings this up because he referenced the olive oil. I don't know. This is just, this is me just thinking, you know, they, they talk about fragrance fragrances a few times in the Bible. Do you think yes. that they use fragrances different then because hardly anybody took a bath that you needed to get past? But why <laughs> we still, we still use fragrances. Yeah. Hmm. But clearly God likes good smelling things <laughs> because it is referenced quite a bit. Yeah. And when it describes the temple, not only the temple of the past, hmm. but the temple. So this is for the tabernacle. They didn't have a temple yet. But um, even in the new Jerusalem with the new temple, there's also fragrance hmm. and incense. Because I don't think Jack has ever probably told his people like, okay, we want to make sure we have the right chairs with the right amount of cushion. And then make sure we have the right fragrances in our... That, that, that doesn't happen. No. So I'm just wondering when you get a bunch of people inside of a church, you got to make sure back in those days... Gotta gotta have some incense. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think that that's why. But no, okay. I just wonder. Uh, who knows? It's the squirrel in the room. Uh, Matthew twenty five eight. And the foolish said to the wise, "This is the parable of the virgins. Uh, give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out." And they're mm. like, "Sorry, see ya. Mm. Not going to give you any of my oil." Wow. Uh, in and I think this might be a little bit in reference to um, being well oiled or have oil um, is what Jack was talking about in the first um, service because we were listening to it while we were getting ready to, to go to church when he was talking about why he's going through Romans and mm -hmm. Romans being uh, especially the first eight or I guess first seven uh, chapters is is difficult and not many churches go dive into that those those books or those that that area of the bible and he was saying you know when we get to to um eight chapter eight he goes we should throw a party because you guys had survived you know uh chapters out. one through seven and you, and you stuck and you're still here you're still in the church you didn't leave and um and i think that's why we love the church so much uh you know calvary chapel chino hills uh, not just the teaching of Jack, but the guest speakers it brings in and um, of the uh, other pastors that speak from time to time is that they have no problem preparing us and, and feeding us, you know, meat, the meat of the Bible and making sure we truly understand whether it's good or bad, whether it's difficult to hear or it, it may turn some people off. Uh, we love it. I mean, it, it, it brings us closer to the church and makes us love the church even that much more. Yes. It, because that is preparing us and making sure that our oil wells are full, I think. Right. Is that one of Amen. the one yes. of the things that this may be talking about? Absolutely. So you can't avoid certain parts of the Bible because you, you know, are weak. Those are the things you probably need to read the most. And walk them out. Yeah. Why do you suppose? I mean, I, I now I can't even think why people wouldn't want to hear any of the 
why they uh, wouldn't want to hear any, Romans? Any of the chapters, yeah. Oh, because it's tough. It's it's commanding us into righteousness. It's uh, making sure that we understand the weight mm. of having the glory of God and responsibility for that weight. And it's just putting a lot of demands on the believer. You mm. are now this. You cannot walk like that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, buckle down, behave. <laughs> you know, like, you are not that. You are now this. Wow. You are now in the spirit, and this is how you behave when you're in the spirit. It is a little shocking that you would come into this faith, and you would and you would be, um, you know, committing yourself to coming to church and not want to hear those things that are necessary for you to know to, to actually be well, saved. Uh, no. uh, so what? this is not about being <laughs> saved because most people in the church, in all of our churches mm. are saved per se, but they don't want to walk out their salvation with fear and trembling. Mm. In other words, they're happy to sit in the bleachers or the nosebleed section in heaven and they're not concerned about the crowns they're just like they just want to skate through like let me just let me just get in and i'm not really concerned about what happens after that as opposed to i want the crowns of glory i want the lord to look at me and say i am one with whom he is well pleased i want my life to reflect christ i want to be used to save souls i want to live out my purpose mm -hmm. that's a whole different walk than just save me lord a lot of people, are, salvation happens in an instant. But all of that other, uh, all of those other things that our lives would truly reflect, reflect Christ, then we pick up our cross and carry it, and that we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, and that we go through trials and tribulations holding on to the robe of Christ, that's, a, that's, a, that's graduate school. That's getting out of the kiddie pond. But if you don't know those things, this is an argument against what you just said, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying for the people that don't, like if you don't know what it is that we have learned, you don't know, you're not prepared for when life hits you in the face. Right. Why do you think there's so many Christians going, I don't know what is happening to me. I don't know. God hates me. Where are you, God? So you signed up to be to suffer tribulation, you, you to be refined by fire. It's Did like, you not read the book? It's like becoming a cop. Like you go through, I, I go in through all this testing to become a cop. Yeah. I want to be a cop so bad. But for and, some reason, and then you go to the academy and they said, you know what? We're not, we don't want to teach them about arrest control techniques and shooting. And that because, shot at. because, you know, we don't want to scare them. We don't want them to worry about getting shot. I mean, but the world hasn't changed out there. No. But we, we don't worry about somebody fights back. We don't want that to worry. And so they go, it's going to be fine. It, it, you, you've got the badge. You know, we're going to give you a vest. Don't worry about why. It reminds you know, me of those. Uh, remember that movie we saw? It was a Korean or Japanese mm -hmm. about the people that go into the game. Yeah. And they're like, you've got number 91. Join the game. You could win $100,000. And everybody goes in there and it's like death defined. Yeah. They get shot at. <laughs> arrows thrown at them. They get locked in these rooms. They're like, well, you didn't tell us what well, we had to do. It's in the book. We just didn't show you that part of the book. <laughs> You could have read it on your own, but you know, uh, but we're not going to sit here and read it for you. Wow, that's Some so. Some people don't heed the call, or also there's, you know, I, I, hmm. 
I don't want to sound judgmental at all because everybody's walk is different and some people have just born into the faith and it's just it's casual it is who I am I I go to church my family believers we we celebrate Christmas and Easter and and I'm a good person yeah that's the extent of their walk with Christ mm. which is which is nice but it's like people that I hear on occasion some of my friends um that I probably don't talk to anymore not because they're horrible people is that they, they just say, I don't want to know. I don't know what, I don't want to know what's happening in the world. I don't want to know because it's scary. You go, well, how are you going to know what's happening in the world? Unless you know what's happening in the world. Oh, I, mean, I thought you meant that they didn't want to know what's in the Bible. No, no, no. I'm talking about just scary. everyday life. Like I don't want to hear any bad news. I don't want to hear about COVID. I don't want to hear about, oh, no, how do you, what? No, but you don't want to hear about it 24 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to hear about it at all. Yeah. Like that's... zero. Like what? That's so crazy, I think. But all right. Uh, Iris says. I have told several of my friends about watching Pastor Jack. One of my friends said he's too political. I know people <laughs> say that all the time. But uh, uh, but again, that's the reason we go. But it, it's it's the. Not everybody's cup of tea. But, it, but it's what. Christians in the United States, Christians in the world need to know about what's happening in our world. And some aspects of it are in relationship to the actions of certain political party, parties or the inaction of the political party that we may even follow. There's a lot of things that they're not doing that they should be doing. You got a political party that does a lot of things that they should not be doing and they're purposefully doing it. But it affects us all across the world. It, it affects Christians and it affects the church, affects our faith. What uh, Jack talked about this morning, the very, very beginning yeah. was uh, it was that about up. that how churches uh, were the state of California was going to disregard the United States Supreme Court's ruling that you can't force people to pay for something that, that they don't believe in. And California said, we don't care. We think this, <laughs> the Supreme Court is wrong and we want every church in California to pay for abortions. And he said no. And he fought against it eight years later after lawsuits. A lawsuit, too. Um, the church on Thursday won, uh, and they said that the church does not have to. Churches in general. Churches so in that general victory, him standing up for that right, every church in America will not right. benefit from that. Right. So, And that clearly is in a political vein. Yes. And, and I don't know how you, how you do that, how you run a church, present the Bible and the gospel about what it is that we are to believe in, and then in some place, in some ways, we can tell through the actions of our government that they really don't like the church. They, they tried to force us to close, told us we couldn't sing, told us we couldn't gather. It was ridiculous. We couldn't have more than 10 people inside of a home. So we couldn't have like we couldn't have church out of your home. There was every attack was against the church. So how do you not get political uh, when those types of things are happening? Sorry. Did you want to say something additional? <laughs> no. I ran over that one. Uh, I don't agree at all. Pastor Jack is on fire and bold for Jesus, says Iris. Yes, we agree. Yes. Very much. And we do too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I have the uh, throw. So three men from my Bible study on Saturday came. Uh, oh, how to did Bud's. I like it? Oh, I, I, well, I, I, as soon as he was done, I ran out. Oh. And jumped in my truck and got on the freeway. It was driving really fast. Um, but um, they currently are shaking their head. And yeah, they, oh, Rob nice. really likes them. I know for sure, Rob. Yeah. Uh, I believe Ron does too. Uh, I'm not sure about how Chris felt. Uh, okay. but, uh, Interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the three of them showed up. And, okay, because it's a culture shock for friends. 
Yeah, oh, for sure. It's like a different universe. So I can understand how people would be like, oh, that was that was scary. Friends church. Yes. Sometimes I do that too. I say friends and people go, your friends don't want to go to church? No, friends is the name of our of the other church we go to. Yes. <laughs> so I like to fill that part in. Um, what do you think about that 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 idea, or not idea, but the, the concept of pro-vision? Oh, this, yeah, absolutely. So cool. Uh, as he as he ran through it, I took a lot more extensive notes on my phone, so I'll share oh, a little bit more of that with okay. you. Okay, <laughs> top secret. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I wrote a lot faster. I wrote almost as fast as he could talk. How how did you write on your phone? Never mind. <laughs> You're just supposed to go. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, I just know you with your one finger typing. I don't understand how you could have typed that fast. <laughs> Not even my finger. I type with my thumbs. But not, I've never seen you do two thumbs. No. No, one. one. Yeah. <laughs> one last thing I want to do, and it's not much, and that's why I don't, I think we could do it really quick. Oops. Uh, yeah. Let's just read what, um, I've, liked, it? I've liked what Jim has said lately. Really? Yeah. In this morning's devotion, uh, Spurgeon mentions the olive press of Gethsemane. Oh, I forgot that has Gethsemane in there so often. Yet there is a difference between an olive press and an olive crush. The Garden of Gethsemane is the place where the Jews of Jerusalem would take their olives to have them crushed. In fact, Gethsemane refers to the olive crush, and an ancient one was actually discovered in the Garden of Gethsemane. It is a round stone hewn from solid rock and another stone that rolls on end around its top. I've seen that. It goes around in a circle, right? It was used to crush the meat of the olive from the pit. Then the meat of the olives would be placed in an olive press to squeeze the oil from them. Surely it is no coincidence that Jesus went to the place of crushing to pray before he was, was arrested. Yes. Crushing and then pressing. Ah, okay. and, and so he went there. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was crushed for our iniquities. Not only was he crushed, but he was also pressed for. For in Gethsemane, his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Another thing to know is that the oil in the temple had to come from only one place, the Mount of Olives, there where the go. Garden of Gethsemane is located. Jesus went there to be prepared to be the oil to the light the, to light the temple of our lives. Amen. So cool. Uh, and the last thing it says here is in Matthew 5, 16, in the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your father in heaven. Amen. And so that's kind of what reminded me of kind of walking into the event a little bit. And then like this is saying, why do you look different? And I wish I would have been faster on my feet and would have gone. You're going to say Jesus? No. Oh my goodness, really? No, I see that. That's where I kind of oh. want to read it. Is uh, again, I missed an opportunity. Oh, it's the second time. So you, this goes along with the like, walking up the aisle, looking at the lady and not praying. What did you and respond? Then, you just said, I don't know. I just said, well, I, I just said, I don't know. <laughs> I forgot what I said. There was this like, it was like like three or four people. Like, I don't know. What am I? I, I didn't know if they liked my new shirt. I didn't know what was going on. But they go, you look so different. You look like you're shining. I know, and, but but this is it. Why didn't we do the devotional earlier? Because then <laughs> I would have said it's the it's, it's Jesus. 
It's Jesus Christ. What else did you think it was? I don't. I didn't say. So you just lost weight and you look. Yes, I just got. It caused me to kind of sashay a little bit more. Oh my god. Yes. Yes, I just started walking a little bit, like walking through. And they said again, I I may have been ten feet into the backyard, and they go, "Here, have a beer." Oh my god! No, it's okay. And then, then he goes, "Oh, he goes, well, you look really good." I mean, these are guys. One of the guys, there was two women standing there. I forget which who, which ones they were. Uh, I think one was Leah, and then one was somebody else. And then this the the guy, the, you know him, but he's a really loud guy, and uh-huh. he's the one who scared that one woman that came to me and said, "There's these guys." Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and so he goes, he he turns and looks. He goes, "Wow!" He goes, "What's going on with you? You look really good." And I go, you know, I'd much rather had them to say it to me than than you. Why? <laughs> like a man yeah. saying, "Well, you're looking like this and looking me up and down and saying you that's look good." A, that's a compliment to get from a guy. <laughs> I can't leave you alone anywhere. Oh my goodness! <laughs> see, but the, see, if I would have had this devotional, it would have been an entire different thing. I, I would have said, said it all day. Today. I would. I, 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 Deportment. Walk in a room with your light, honor, and integrity. Can I go back in time? <laughs> There's a lot of things that would change. I would change a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, they, it was like at least three guys. That was like number two. I forget who the third one was. And it's like going, what's wrong with you guys? Is something going weird? Are we going to support LGBTQ now? Is this what's happening? No, I had an opportunity to say, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. You better give him the credit. <laughs> Oh, I'll text all those guys. And say, Remember when you asked about my figure? And I told him, I said, I don't, I go, if I turn and walk away, I don't want to turn around and see you looking, looking at my jeans. That's not what I said, but I said something else. And he goes, well, he goes, that's looking pretty good too, is what he said. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But it was kind of funny. And I wish I would just would have had better, I wish I would have told the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't have an answer. I just said, I mean, I was dumbfounded. Except telling him that you wish the ladies would have said it. Instead well, yes, that. because it felt funny having a guy, especially him. He's like this burly. Guys, ladies, he's just like this burly guy. Like, ladies, you guys, hey. are you guys getting what I'm putting down here? <laughs> Listen to me. Can you ma- if you're can a you mess. Like, can you imagine if I came back with that story and said, these women told me I was pretty, but there were these two guys. And I was like, I wish they would have told me I was pretty. I looked hot. <laughs> That's not what I said. I, I didn't say I if, if, I said, I if said, I came home, it would have been much better. <laughs> if I if I came home and said that too, you would have been like, what? What? Why? A compliment is a compliment. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> okay, back to the devotional. Yeah. Schnugs. Back to the devotional. I will have that now in my repertoire. It'll be the first thing that comes up. These things need to happen. And they need yeah, God needs to bring them to my attention, which actually, as he's done with a sledgehammer right yes. now, is uh, <laughs> you fool. What, what was it? What was said in one of the devotionals? Oh, you, you foolish one. Yeah. Oh, and you, the and the foolish said, <laughs> the foolish said, I'd rather wish it was those than, than him. That's what the foolish said. I should have said, it's Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit. No, just Jesus. You would have said just Jesus, and they would have been like, "Whoa, hey, what does that mean? What you doing?" What about a whole conversation starter? Oh, God help me! Next uh, time, please forgive me, Jesus. 
next time. Oh man, I missed another moment. It's okay. <sighs> They'll come again. On my next show on Vote PYL Vote, I'm going to make up for it. I'll say, <laughs> you know, these guys ask me, and I go, you know what? And I all I could think of was the chicks there. <laughs> to compliment me. Because I like female attention. No, I got nervous. I was like, why is you why are you looking? I was like, why? No, I got I got nervous. <laughs> okay. You would think I was Latin. <laughs> but it was funny because our friend last night, uh, we went out with our friends uh and she was saying, she was saying that she's like, how do you feel about me texting husband? She's like, I don't like it. She's like, I don't, I don't need some other woman texting my husband. And I was like, right on, right? She's me like, and uh-huh. like, me and Ron look at each other like, what does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, like, oh, Haven't this you like. always heard that adultery starts with somebody you know? It's never hmm. a stranger. It yeah. is always somebody at work, a coworker, a friend. It's somebody in your sphere. Right. Because that's where they have access. I hear you. So I think Ron and I just think about how our who we are in these four people that were sitting there. Like, why would that be a problem? Still, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You never know. You never know who it is. You're right. You just create why create the method and the opportunity. It could be that that dude who was checking me out. He it could be it could be him too. Today's day in Asia. What do we know? We don't know anything. Boys with girls and girls with boys and right. girls with girls and boys with oh, boys. Oh, Dale, make it stop. Who knows? Iris says that you are hysterical. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But we, all in all, the conversation with all the candidates was fantastic. I, I really like this guy running for city council, whether he won or not. You know. um, but, uh, but we're involved, we're engaged, we're trying, maybe not this election, but the next one. They all love Jesus. Oh, Amen. Good. I love that. I'm very happy. All right. Thank you. Anything else, my love? No, I think it's enough now. Should we go? <laughs> 50 minutes. I think we covered it all. We've got to let our friends, you know, prepare for bed, nighty night. <laughs> Get their PJs on. Should you tell them about the Edify app? EDI.FI. <laughs> no. EDI.FI. Yes. Dot APP. <laughs> EDI.FI.APP, the Christian Broadcast Network. We are members. If you subscribe, download the app. You could delete it after that, technically. But if you would subscribe, <laughs> no. it would do us a great favor. We prefer you don't delete it, but just in case you're not a podcast person. Yes. For sure. E-D-I, F-I, dot app. Kate says, hi, anyway. Hi, Kate. <laughs> you missed that whole shenanigan. Yeah, you don't want to Sorry. listen. Yeah, probably better off. <laughs> no, the devotional is actually really good. Yes. Just at about the, uh, what is it? At about the 40-minute mark, you could just disregard <laughs> the rest of it. <laughs> but we're glad to see you, Kate, as always, from Down Under. All right. That is all. We love you guys. God good bless. Night. We'll see you at the next one. Take care. Bye. Bye.